Hey, welcome back once again to The Real Podcast, a podcast and YouTube channel for World Harvest Church, where our congregation yeah. gets to ask real questions and get real honest answers back right here with Pastor Brad once again. Yeah. Part two, you, you know, have. last week we had um, several, <laughs> not only challenging questions, but questions that make just uh, kind of make you scratch your head and say, gosh, that's a tough one. Specifically talking about we had gotten into, you know, in places where it seems like the Bible contradicts itself, um, but it doesn't actually contradict, it, contradict itself. You left us off in saying, you got to keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Um, and, and in talking about that, when you look at areas and where people have questions about the Bible or have questions about faith, I think probably the most common question that I hear uh, people say when we get in our small groups, our discipleship groups, with it, which if you're not signed up, get signed up yeah. immediately. Get signed group. up for di- for a discipleship groups. But the question I hear people say is, you know, this is great. I'm not sure how it applies to me. How mm. does this apply to my life? How do I apply yeah. my faith to my life? Uh, you know, we, we have the vision of taking a real Jesus to a real world and applying it each and every day. But I want to get past the, the niceties. I want to get past the mm-hmm. the sweet talk, the the nice phrases that we use and get really down to it. How, how do we apply those hard areas of faith where we, maybe we don't truly understand, but our desire is to walk completely in a relationship with Christ. But how do we do that? Yeah. Well, you know, one thing we always got to remember that our, our walk with the Lord is all about relationship. It's not about religion. It's not about protocols. You know, it's really not necessarily based upon how much knowledge of the Bible that you have, mm-hmm. because the, the Bible, uh, it can be complicated in different spots. It can be confusing if you allow it to be. Um, you know, if, if you're a new, if somebody's a new Christian, you, you don't want to start liking Leviticus, yeah. uh, reading the Bible. You know, it's good to. Uh, they were a new Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They may turn from Christ. But anyway, <laughs> talking about cutting things yeah. and all the blood stuff. And anyway, but uh, what I, we always suggest for people that just really want to know more about the Bible and not yeah. really get into places that's going to create a lot of confusion is, you know, go to Ephesians. Ephesians is a great book. Paul mm-hmm. wrote that to the church there. And it's a very holistic book that really yeah. just gives you some basic things about uh, applying uh, the things of the Word of God into our life. Yeah. You know, it starts out about how, you know, God chose us, that we are His workmanship, and just really goes through a lot of practical things there. You know, the book of John is a great book to really get into, yeah. to really learn about uh, the life of Jesus. John brings it from a perspective of really mm-hmm. a relational yeah. uh, a relationship that we can have with Jesus and really talking about the love of God. Yeah. We see that very much expressed yeah. uh, there in the book of John, you know, and it's those things. And Paul, the apostle Paul, he even wrote in a lot of his epistles that in the last days, he said, people are always going to be arguing. There's going to be babblings and things going on. And he really encourages us not to get carried away with those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, if we start really trying to nitpick things and really start minor and wanting to major on minor things of the scripture, it, it's just going to create confusion. Okay. But let me stop you there real quick, because one of the arguments I've heard people say and bring up is say, well, if the word is true and God is God and he was a God inspired word, then he, then it should yeah. withstand the nitpicking. Yeah. And it does. And it does. But if you don't know what you're talking about, don't dive in. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it right there. So many yeah. times. Oh my gosh. Let's just pause right there and just go to real life applications, social media. Yeah. How often do you find and see people having yeah. an opinion, saying things? And I'm not saying people shouldn't have opinions, yeah. but how often do we find and see people mm-hmm. talking about things, whether it's currently the impeachment, whether it's about teams, whether it's about policy, whether it's yeah. about people are speaking of things of which they do not know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, suggesting things that are not even true. And when you boil it down to it, you know, I was talking to, to one of our good friends, Jonathan Waddell, this last week, is like, if people would just look at the facts of what they are, like yeah. actually do the research themselves, they would actually find a whole different 
picture. How yeah. true is that? Yeah. I, I tell on. you, one of that my things that I always have to just chuckle at is every time you see one of these polls come out, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think about this? Yeah. You know, this politician did this. What do you think? And I have to laugh because, you know, they're asking people that are uh, have no idea the behind the scenes. They have no idea the facts of it. Just based up off just a whim, they're answering these questions. And, yeah. and it's very easy for us to all fall into, you know, especially yeah. when it comes to social media, because that's an avenue that people can sit behind a digital wall and yeah. throw rocks when, yeah. you know what? Um, my, my philosophy is this, does it create life? Is yeah. it something that's true? Is yeah. it encouraging? Uh, I always try to avoid the negative side of life because there's too much of that already out there. Yeah. There doesn't need my voice and the, the negative and the critical spirit that's in our nation today. Yeah. So speak life, you know, yeah. encouragement, yeah. things that are lovely. Really goes back to what Paul said in Philippians chapter four, verse eight. He gives us very specific things, you know, those things that are of good report, yeah. virtuous, those things. He said, think on those things. So we can yeah. say post about those things. Yeah. I just think about them. Yeah, boy, that'll make that'll make your social media interactions sound in the middle really quick. If that's you, uh, yeah. that, that may be the case. You know, I, I found myself several years ago being incredibly outspoken about it. No shock to you or anybody else, but incredibly outspoken about everything and, and felt like, oh, I got to have an opinion about this or that. Yeah. It doesn't change the fact that we do have our opinions about uh, what it is, but you're 100% right. Like, what good is it doing for anybody? Yeah. Are you encouraging anybody in that? Yeah. And, and one of the hard things to get back to is like, one post, three posts before you were talking about the love of Jesus, and now yeah. you're 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 having to substitute your words with uh, yeah. pound signs and at signs and yeah. stars, and <laughs> like, what are we doing right and now? Why are we doing that? And I think part of the problem too is because you know we all have a conviction with yeah. which we're living based upon our core belief system, those things we have in our life, mm-hmm. and so you know my opinion is based upon that conviction. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens, it's not wrong to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Where we, uh, I think, get into error is when I start belittling somebody else mm-hmm. for their opinion that they have mm-hmm. and start making you, well, you're, in other words, vilifying them, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, making yeah. you, well, you're a bad person because... Because you, you think that. Because you think that, yeah. you know, and uh, not everybody's going to have the same convictions that I carry in my life. Yeah. But I need to ask myself first the question is, why do I believe? Why, why am I carrying this conviction? Why mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. You know, is this based upon an opinion that I've heard or is it actual based upon truth or facts? Mm-hmm. You know, we see that in church life all the time. Yeah. You know, we see people arguing over doctrine. Yeah. But it's usually many times it's based upon what they had been taught maybe at a previous church or growing up as a child. So they just take it hook, line, and sinker. No, you know, there's a conviction that I have that's carried off of what I've learned. And so then I've got to make sure my convictions are right first. Yeah. You know, and, and the reality is this, you know what, if we would all just work on ourselves, we'd get along a whole lot better in our nation today. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know uh, think back to, to Proverbs. Um, where it says, even a wise man is considered a fool until he speaks. Yeah, until he speaks. Yeah. Uh, I found myself being uh, yeah. being in that spot so many times where yeah. I just I realized I have nothing to offer, but you want to be part of a conversation. You want to be able to offer something. Yeah. And most of the time, unfortunately, it just comes across as, as uh, an opinion. And that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So in, in talking about that, um, what is one of the most important things that we as believers, as people who are founded or maybe growing in our faith, what's some, one of the most important things we can do, uh, in your opinion, in, in, uh, in what you see in faith as a whole, that we can do to not only really look inside and make sure that we're speaking that truth, that we're mm-hmm. speaking uh, as Jesus would speak, we're walking as Jesus would walk. What, what is it that we need to do as believers to be able to do that? Yeah. To, to do that consistently, not just do it once, yeah. but do it not only today, but also, you know, 280 days now from, from right. now. Right. And, and, you know, that's, that's pretty tough to do. 
because um, it's easy to hear a message or something and be inspired and mm-hmm. kind of modify our behavior for 24 hours. Yeah. But until there's a real heart change yeah. in us, you know, we're not going to see lasting change. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what I try to do is filter everything through the Word of God. Mm-hmm. In other words, filter my thoughts, filter what I say. Uh, you know, of course, my personality kind of lends to this. I'm usually a little slower to speak or to speak up, but mm-hmm. that's more my personality. But because I'm, I'm process-minded. Other personalities, they kind of uh, talk and then think. Mm-hmm. You know, I think before I talk a lot mm-hmm. of times uh, in that. So I, I think if we would really adapt that filter in our life, you know, uh, Pastor Tammy talked about this a few weeks ago and just incredible message she brought, you know, referring back to the WWJD movement that yeah. took place. But yeah. how really, if we would literally do that and not use it as a cliche, but what would Jesus do in this situation? Running, running it through that filter there, I think will help align more of our actions, the, uh, what we say to people yeah. in that, you know, because human nature wants to respond so quickly in bad situations. We yeah. want to lash out. We want to, somebody hurts us. Well, we want to hurt them. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we want to jump on social media and talk about how much of a victim we are. Yeah. Uh, and that's human nature. I, yeah. I don't, you know, I've been many times, I want to pull the victim card and say, Hey everybody, somebody did me yeah. wrong. And yeah. so to really uh, live the life that Christ wants us to live, it's, it takes a lot of dying to our flesh, yeah. you know? And I think some of that comes just, as we grow more in Christ, I think, I don't think it ever becomes just easy mm-hmm. to die to our flesh, but it becomes something I think that we're more aware of mm-hmm. and to work it out. And, and to do that, I don't know that it's very, uh, a very popular statement, really probably at all, but looking internally to yourself and asking yourself um, what your perception of you actually is. And what I mean by that is, is there's not very often that we'll actually stop and look objectively at ourselves mm-hmm. and say, what is it that I, what is it that I believe? Why do I believe it? What is yeah. it that I do? What is it that I think I do? You know, oftentimes uh, I, I try to do that more and more often, look at myself and say, yeah. you know, I think, I think this is what my coworkers think of me. I think this yeah. is how I'm treating my wife. I think this is how I'm treating my kids. Um, but then it forces you to really go and, and put your, you know, think about situations and scenarios that you've been in recently and say, is that actually how I acted? Is that yeah. actually what I, what I did? And I think what we would find is if we were honest with ourselves and we actually took a look inside of who we are and what we're doing and how we're doing it, there may not be as much meat on the bones as we think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's very hard. You know, I have a friend um, who says you'll never be able to, you can never objectively look at yourself and see yourself for what you are. Yeah. It will always take an outside perspective. Yeah. That's why we, we push mm. groups so much. That's why mm-hmm. we push that discipleship group yeah. so much is because if you're only looking at yourself, <laughs> it's yeah. like a self-licking ice cream cone. You can look yeah. at yourself and say, yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I'm doing a great job. Um, there's yeah. been a lot of people in a lot of situations throughout history who thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah. And when you separate that with time and you look later down the, down the line, you realize they were so far off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. catastrophes have happened that way because yeah. we don't look intrinsically. We don't look right. internally to ourselves. Right. So in faith, how, how do we do that? Yeah. Well, you know, even the Bible tells us that a man's ways are right in his own eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we always feel like we're doing good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, kind of goes back to the previous discussions we've had too. You know, I, we really, all of us really need somebody in our life that yeah. we can uh, allow to speak into us. Yeah. It kind of goes back to the discussion what I was referring to a moment ago about the difference between, again, going back to Pastor Tammy's message between sandpaper and velvet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's those moments where we need to react as velvet. But the, mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, you brought out a great point a couple of weeks ago in our podcast about, you know, there's those times we do need sandpaper, yeah. you know, which is constructive feedback. Yeah. You know, we all need feedback yeah. in our life. And I think so many times in our life, we get to that place where we kind of close ourselves off. Uh, <laughs> we want to be sandpapered to everybody else around us, but yeah. we don't want people to be sandpapered to us. <laughs> you know, that's where I think that environment of, of groups is so powerful, yeah. you know, to, to develop relationships. Because I'm really, until I develop a relationship with you, I'm really not going to open up myself to really get the feedback, yeah. honest feedback from you yeah. that I probably need in my life, yeah. you know. And it really boils down to the relationship we have with people. Is there a measure of trust there? Yeah. Because I'm not going to open up myself for feedback and somebody to bring maybe some constructive crit- or constructive feedback to me if I don't know them, if I yeah. don't have a relationship, if it's just somebody on the street or somebody that just visited our church one time or something. Yeah. But those people that I pull around me, that I allow that yeah. in there, I need that uh, in my life. Yeah. I need to know. You know, I've got uh, our elders here at the church. I've got our leadership, our staff that yeah. we, you know, I may not voice it enough, but I want to make sure they know. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open. Speak yeah. back to me. Let, give me some feedback. And you, you hit the nail on the head that it, it requires somebody to be part of your life to be able to do that. Yeah. You, you gotta be, I remember asking a friend one time, Hey, what do you see in me? Like, what do I need to yeah. fix? Um, and, and I thought, I thought they were a close friend. Mm-hmm. To which their response is, yeah, I don't really know you that much. Like, oh, wow. I, don't, I don't, like, yeah. I would love to be able to tell you, but I don't know your day-to-day life well yeah. enough to be able to do that. And for me, when I thought I was asking this great feedback from the person who, in my mind, would probably know, I realized right. there's really not anybody close enough that I have outside of my spouse yeah. to be able to give me that kind of feedback. And that, to me, that was game-changing when I realized yeah. I'm not... It's not that people aren't letting me in. It's that I'm not letting enough people into my life to see what that is. And faith, it's so, so, so important to be able to do that. I mean, that's why we talk about um, groups so much. And, you know, being part of a team, whatever groups, you know, being a part of a ministry team or, you know, some type of Bible study, anything. Those things that just help us see really Mm -hmm. ourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like a mirror, you know. Uh, we, the reality is we've never truly seen our own face. Mm-hmm. We've only seen just a reflection of that, yeah. you know, because we can't take our eyeballs and turn yeah. them around and look at it. Yeah. So we only see a reflection of that. And so we need mirrors in our life and people that we can see ourselves mm-hmm. anytime, not just in Scripture. Scripture is the first place. Yeah. But, you know, we need friends in our life too, people yeah. in our life. Yeah. It makes, uh, it makes life easier. It makes walking in faith easier. I, you know, yeah. I, I go back to a moment that we had, not this, not this last Sunday, but last Sunday, um, you know, we had a prayer time during our worship where we were saying, mm. if you've lost your joy, yeah. uh, fess up to it. And it was the most beautiful moment. I mean, it was the most beautiful moment yeah. because if you were a first-time guest, you would look around and say, man, is this normal? Um, but to me, it was it was a realization of this is who we're supposed to be. Yeah. This is what it's supposed to be. Is that w- The church should be the place where you can yeah. raise your hand and say, I'm weak, I'm broken, I need help. And people yeah. gather and and rally Rally around you to to encourage you. And that's what life is supposed to be. That's why, you know, we're called a World Harvest Church, not only to take a real Jesus to a real world, but we have to do that in our own lives first, in our own relationship, in our own faith. We've we've got to allow ourselves to be real and transparent. That's right. Every moment, every moment that we live in. 
Well, you know, I want to encourage everybody here as we wrap up our session today is just, you know, you live in a real world. We live in a real world yeah, yeah. there. And, and yeah. your world needs Jesus more than ever before. So I just pray that uh, the Lord give you creative ways to to be Jesus, yeah. you know, because yeah. and it doesn't have to be weird or, you know, hyper spiritual, but just ways to be Jesus yeah. in, our, in the world we live in. Yeah. A simple thank you goes a long way. Yep. A simple love you goes yep. a long way. Hey, join us next week again. Real podcast right here. World Harvest Church production of YouTube page and podcast to bring you real answers to your real questions right here again. We'll see you next week. Pastor Brad, All thanks right, again. Man. We'll see you. All right. Blessings.